Dear Heavenly Father, as we pray to you on this blessed day, we look to you for your guidance and your will, your love and your light to radiate down upon us. Let us not be led by temptation or by sin. Let us not give way to things of the flesh, lust, masturbation, pornography, addiction, murder, and so much more. But let us give way to your word and your will in the light and in the love through your sacrifice so that we may ultimately reign in the kingdom with you forever through the salvation you have given to us. Let our faith not just be of word, but of works, of deeds as well, reaching out to our brothers and sisters as one, through the loving of our neighbors as you have loved us. In Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let us pray. Holy God of new beginnings, as we share our tithes and offerings with you, we are filled with hope. We enter this season of Advent with expectation. We have left behind us as us a time of fear, isolation, and uncertainty. And we raise our heads because we know our redemption is coming near. May our gifts be dedicated to help heal the brokenness of our world and to welcome our Messiah into the world once again. In Christ Jesus we pray. Amen and Amen. And brothers and sisters in Christ, at this time, if you feel so inclined to tithe with us, just a reminder that all tithings that come into the ministry are put back forth into this world to help others in need, to give back to our communities, to help those find their faith in Christ, and to rejuvenate the strength of hope, joy, peace, and ultimately love during this time and all throughout the year. God bestow his mercy and blessings upon you, brothers and sisters, as well. Today, for our first week of Advent, our scripture for today comes from the Gospel of Luke, the 21st chapter, verses 25 through 36. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations confused by the roam, roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is to come upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now, when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads, 
because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away. By my words will not pass away. Let us continue forth. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life and that day catch you unexpectedly like a trap for it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth be alert at all times praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the son of man Here ends the scripture reading for today from our gospel. And this brings me to this morning's sermon entitled Tears of Hope. Now, brothers and sisters, as we embark on our journey through this Advent season, I want to forewarn you that we are going to embark on a journey where we don't just talk about the four symbols for the four weeks of Advent, but we're going to talk about things that are real, things that maybe stir up emotion, things that hopefully are the truth of what we tend to avoid or forget about seeing, because we'd much rather just see the joyous and happiness, but we forget about that there is not just the joy to this season, but there is also things in the season that Leave us with uncertainty. Leave us with that whole almost empty feeling or not quite right feeling. So brothers and sisters, let us begin in this embarkment. Let us begin with this discussion and let us start off this week with our tears of hope. Now, I'm sure in your lifetime, brothers and sisters, many of us have cried at one point and another. We have shed tears. We've said shed tears of joy. We've said shed tears of sorrow and sadness, of loss. We've shed tears because we are so overwhelmed that we just can't take any more. 
And I ask you to think about this question as to why someone might be sad this time of year. Why someone might shed tears just by attending a service. Just by tuning in to a podcast. Just by going to a Christmas Eve service and singing hymns. Why they would shed tears during this time. Well, brothers and sisters, the first and foremost thing that we can think of is maybe they have lost a loved one who that connection of the season, that connection of the hope and the spirit of Christ was with them the most when they were with that loved one. So when they hear, O come, O come, Emmanuel, when they hear joy to the world, when they hear silent night or away in a manger, a tear of sorrow and joy at the same time comes to their eyes because they are saddened. But they're also happy in the same sense because they're remembering their loved one. They're remembering the joy and the hope that their loved one brought to them during this time of year. Now, I don't know how many of you are Hallmark movie watchers. My wife and I are. In fact, we have been watching all Thanksgiving weekend. And yes, I know Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving, Christmas is Christmas. So. But in some of those movies, there is that almost hidden message of the spirit of this season that takes place and transforms someone. But there's also that spirit of this season that brings back those memories of what times used to be like with those loved ones, with those family members that are no longer at the table. As we celebrated Thanksgiving this past week, I hope and pray that many of us looked around our tables and were able to be thankful for the people sitting around it still. Because for many around this country and around this world, it was a far different situation. For many of us around this country and around this world, we go into this Advent season with one less seat at the table, with one less stocking to hang, with one less person to bring us that hope and that joy. We also have those who are struggling right now, dealing with broken relationships, dealing with decisions that they don't even know of that Christ is moving in their lives to bring them a new hope. And to them I say, stay faithful, brothers and sisters, for Christ is moving in ways that you do not even understand right now. But we talk about these tears of hope. And when we talk about these tears of hope, I have to turn to Jeremiah. 
for a moment. In verse 11, as a remembrance to us, when we feel sorrow, when we feel saddened during this time of year, chapter 29, verse 11 says, For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with Hope. Now, how many of you remember the story of Lazarus? How many of you remember that when Christ, before he even was made known, before anyone came to him and said, Lazarus is dead, Christ knew, and he wept. And he wept for his friend. Christ cried for his friend. But he said he would not stay dead. He would not stay down. And what did Christ do? At that moment, he went to Lazarus, who had been dead for three days. Christ walked in. And he said, Lazarus, wake up. And Lazarus walked out with Christ. Think about that miracle for a moment in Scripture. Think about that. And I want to reread Jeremiah 29, 11 to you. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for your welfare and not for harm. To give you a future with hope. Yes, Christ wept for Lazarus prior to bringing hope to many in new life, in new birth, in Christ Jesus. Think about that. We sit here this time of year and we feel sorrow, we feel that uncertainty, that overwhelmingness for many of us as we come forth in Christ Jesus. Let us need not forget the glory that he has brought forth to us in the name of the Father. Let us need not, as we shed these tears, forget the hope that is to come in his birth, bringing forth a new life and a new covenant to all of us, brothers and sisters, who were slaves to sin, who did not deserve it, yet Christ was made flesh for us. Christ came to this earth and was born to save us. Yet many of us forget these things. That it's already been foretold that 
The Lord is looking out for our welfare and a future filled with hope. So as we shed those tears, let them be tears of hope. Yes, tears of remembrance and tears possibly of a little bit of sorrow. But every now and then we need that good cry. We need that good shedding of our tears and our soul pouring out to the Lord to rejuvenate us in that hope, that new beginning, that new way that Christ is leading us forth in. As we see in our scripture today, in the Gospel of Luke, we see a couple things. We see the foretelling of the coming of the Son of Man. And we see the parable, lesson of the fig tree. For Christ says that when we see that the leaves that are starting to sprout, that we ourselves know that the summer is already near. So also you see these things taking place and you know things. And the kingdom of God is near. So think about this for a second. We see the fulfillment. We know the outcome of Christ's birth and his life. We know the lessons that he's brought forth to each and every one of us. But we also know that there is hope on the horizon, that there is light at the end of that tunnel. Think about this passages. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation, and drunkenness, and the weariness of this life, and that day catch you unexpectedly. When we think about this, let us think about the difference between day and night. We are meant to live in the light as disciples, as children of God. Yet, we are to be on guard that our hearts not be weighed down by such things, and I like how they use drunkenness in here. Because how many of us go and party and drink away the night, thinking nothing of it, yet get caught off guard unexpectedly by the day, by the dawning of new light, by the dawning of new hope. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth, be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Pray, brothers and sisters, that you are able to escape the darkness that can come into our lives. Darkness like lost of loved ones that sometimes makes us question, why, Lord, why? Darkness of that loss of a loved one that makes us turn our backs 
to our faith. Let us not do that. Let us not worry about things like weather, like sickness of loved ones. Now, yes, there are things that will happen daily that we are going to stress about, we are going to think about. I'm not sitting here and saying that it's not feasible for us to think of these things, for us to not look at these things and say, man, whoa, this is, this is awful lot. You know, <clears throat> we worry about the weather. As I sit there and look at it snowing right now, I worry just a little bit about traveling on the highway with everyone else. Because I've driven the highway for years now, in bad weather, in snow blizzards, where the highway wasn't even plowed. And when you have your kids in the back seat, your only priority at that moment is their safety. And yes, I know that my Lord and Savior will watch over me and watch over us and protect us. But that doesn't mean that I still don't have a little bit of worry, a little bit of concern every now and then. When you have someone who is sick in the hospital, and many of us have dealt with this over the last few years. Many of us have lost our loved ones from being sick and in hospitals these last few years as well. And our worry and our fear is that they will not make it home. And for some, unfortunately, that worry, that fear has come true. And I apologize. Or I say, I'm sorry for your loss. Is the better way of saying it. And I pray and hope that this moment, this trial, this tribulation did not allow you to stray away from our Lord and Savior and your faith in Him. And that when you cry tears, let them be tears of weeping away of that sorrow, weeping away of that fear, of that anger, that frustration of that darkness that has come into your life. And let it bring new hope. Let the Lord restore your faith. Let the Lord restore the light within your soul. Because as verse 34 says in today's passage, so be careful or your hearts will be loaded down with the cares of this life. Now, again, this version I just read is different script Bible version than the one that I read out of my typical Bible that I read from. But I like the simplicity in this one. The way that it shows to be careful or our hearts will be loaded down with the cares of this life. It shows us, brother and sister, that if we don't take heart, if we don't pray to our Lord and Savior, if we don't continue to keep his presence with us, to continue to stay faithful, then we're going to let the actions of this world control our hearts. And for many of us, sometimes I believe that that is exactly what has happened as I see the hate that comes out of brothers and sisters in this world, as I see the fears 
see how there's those in this world that play off of those fears. But yet, brothers and sisters, Christ reminds us of hope this time of year. Christ reminds us of the beacon of light, the beacon of hope all through the year. Not just the first week of Advent when we light the candle of hope and pray for hope, but when we sit there and we look at Scripture and we look at the truth written in the Gospel and we are reminded each day through Scripture that the Lord is always with us. God is always near no matter what the situation in our lives might hold, whether it be a broken relationship, whether it be a loved one sick and in the hospital or in rehab, whether it be the loss of a loved one, whether it be the loss of a job, the struggle financially, whether it be mental illness, whether it be struggling with your own self-doubts, whether it be the trials and tribulations of this world, bringing things of darkness, things to lead us to sin and away from the Lord to you, things like lust, addiction, pornography. You see, brothers and sisters, in all of those trials and tribulations, God is still near. We are reminded in Scripture of that today just as we are reminded of new hope. And once more, I want to turn back to the reminder in the book of Jeremiah, verse 29-11. <clears throat> for surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare, and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your message and for your grace, for the true message in which the scripture of Jeremiah wrote down, for truly you know the plans that you have for us, your children, your sons and your daughters, for our welfare and our well-being, Lord, we look to you and thank you that you have plans not for harm, but plans for a future of our hope. Not only hope of well-being, but hope in you, Lord. Hope in your Son, Jesus Christ. Give us the strength during this season and always through the power of the Holy Spirit that we may truly see your vision come to fruition, that we may truly see, just as we lit the candle of hope today and we see this flame burn as a symbol of hope in the light of what's to come through the birth of your Son, Jesus Christ, coming down and being made flesh in this world to the Holy Spirit giving us power and strength to move forth as your children, speaking the truth of the gospel. 
and helping those in need, just as your son came to this world, being made flesh, being born, bringing hope to all of us, oh, so many years ago. This is why, Lord, we celebrate his birth every season through Advent and through Christmas. As a reminder to our fellow brothers and sisters of the joy and the hope of which Christ's birth brings to us. Hope of a new tomorrow. Hope of a future full of brightness, in light, in love of yours, O Heavenly Father. Father, we pray this to you, praising you and thanking you. In Christ Jesus' holy name, amen and amen. Let us pray. O oh God, in Jesus Christ we celebrate your power at work. You raised him from the dead to rule with you forevermore. Enlighten the eyes of our hearts that we may see the hope to which Christ calls us, a realm of eternal peace. Amen. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious toward you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace, brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls it's all custom designed from us here at worship without walls again that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones have a blessed day.